0: Well, welcome back to Laugh, Real Cry. Um, I am already crying. (laughs) And it's not even for a bad reason. It's just how pathetic this is going to be. I thought the last episode was a little bit too serious for me. And so we're going to get a little bit unserious this time around and talk about things that I swore I would take to my grave. And that is my worst dating stories. It's disastrous. So there's two guys specifically that I'm going to be talking about, but I did just remember like two hours ago that there is this snippet of this other guy that I think would fit perfectly into this episode. I have my glass of wine. Um, Cold up in the bed right now, so we're ready. So the first guy that I'm going to be talking about, again, kind of just a snippet of our story, but he essentially was the first guy that I, not the first guy that I went on a date with post breakup, but he was the first guy that I was actually kind of seeing for a little while. So our first date, which first of all, why must every man kiss you on the first date? And a lot of times, I mean, I'll admit, a lot of first dates that I've been on have been from dating apps because I feel like it's almost impossible to meet people these days in the real world because they're psychos. Well, they are on the apps as well. But so I meet most of them on dating apps, yet they, why? Like, what? Okay, if you're a guy and you're listening to this or watching this, I have my um, camera up. I wanted to do this starting the first episode, but I am lazy. So anyways, there's a video version now as well. Okay, Hunter, let's actually stand on topic this time. If you're a guy and you're watching or listening, can you please explain to me why? Like just why when you meet a girl, you go out on the first day, why do you feel the need to kiss her? Because in reality, you just met an hour or two ago why do you have to kiss us? I don't get it. It Okay, you know what? The, I'm just ranting. This has nothing... Anyways, it does have something to do with it, but it's really unnecessary. First guy that I was seeing for a little while, this was our first day, and also I let him pick me up and drop me off and stuff, which I don't normally do. I don't really know why I did that. It was a little inexperienced, but I knew better, but also I think we were just talking for so long and I really... Was hitting it off with him and so i felt like i trusted him i guess but we came here after we got drinks and dinner and we came back to my apartment afterwards he hung around for a little bit i think we watched a movie but i don't remember the movie because we weren't actually watching nothing else was happening okay if you're my family nothing else was happening but we were just talking and getting to know each other more And when he left, he went, so he, this was, okay, red flag number one. And I will stand by the fact that this was not, he's not a horrible person. (laughs) Oh gosh. If you know, you know. I refuse to call him a horrible person. Maybe I should, but I think that he is an okay person. He just has a lot to work on. But anyways, by the way, this was last summer, like 2022, July of 2022. So... He had talked about kissing me, like, when he was just flirting with me before we even met, and I don't necessarily like that looking back on it, but it wasn't necessarily weird in the moment for me. So, he was leaving, he was saying goodbye, we hugged, whatever, he went in for a kiss. Our lips, the second our lips touched, I realized that I have kissed one person in the last three years. And so I started to panic and I immediately pulled away. It was probably the worst kiss of his life because I just realized the last second that I didn't know what the flip I was doing. So that was embarrassing. He kind of ran out the door after that. Luckily, he did see me again, but I immediately texted him. He was like not even down the stairs into the parking lot yet. And I was texting him. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyways, our second one was better and it just got better from there, but. And I've never had that same situation happen. I'm a pro now. (laughs) Kidding, but that was just a little bit of a funny story. I figured I would add in here. Side note: Michigan is currently playing Washington, and I thought that I would be able to record this before it started, but I was already committed. Did did my makeup for this? Okay, and got all prepared, and it was already like 7:20, and they're playing at 7:30, so that kind of stinks for me, but. I'll watch the, the last part of it I guess. So there's two guys who I want to talk about now and the first one guys why can't I ever stay on topic? I realize I use a lot of filler words and it's not always like or um but I realized if I need a second to figure things out I drag words on like I'm like and and I just need to, I'm working on it, I'm really working on it, because it's honestly embarrassing, and I'm trying. I also heard one of my college professors said something about this, and they were like, a moment of silence is not awkward, and it's sometimes needed, and better than filler words, so I try to just be okay with that. If I need a second to look, I have notes, I literally have notes on my phone, so that I don't get too off track because I literally will lose my mind so I have notes and if I need to look back to my notes to remember what I'm talking about because I'm so freaking ADHD it's ridiculous I will try to just appreciate the moment of silence even though I feel like it's awkward even though I'm literally alone sitting in my bed I don't know why it's awkward whatever okay (sighs) back on topic The first guy we are going to call Taco Bell Boy, and this is probably the more mm, significant one because it lasted a lot longer and it was a lot more traumatizing. So, the second guy we're going to call Cookie Boy. You know, these names will make sense as I tell the stories. (sighs) I don't want to do this. So Taco Bell Boy, he was the first one. That's why we're talking about him first. This happened September and October of last year. So September and October of 2022. And we had met on Upward. If you know Upward, you know that it's rough. Okay, my friend Steve was over a few weeks ago, and I made him open the Upward app because I'm like, I need to know if these girls that are on here look like the guys that are on here and i'll just say guys you are a lot more lucky when it comes to the upward app oh why is my phone dinging right now i didn't even put it on do not disturb look at me go failing i'm just a failure anyways if you're a girl you've ever been on the upward dating app you know what i'm talking about but this guy was actually somewhat attractive and i was shocked by that and he also had in his bio i honestly do not remember what it was but it was this long thing about and for those of you who don't know upward is a christian dating up and so he had this long spiel in his bio about something that i recently that was recently really heavy on my heart and i was like oh my gosh no way and i don't normally text guys first Another thing I could go on about for literal days. Guy, I saw TikTok about this the other day. Why do I see a TikTok about everything? Every time I'm talking about anything, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I saw a TikTok. It's ridiculous. I need to get off TikTok." But I saw this TikTok and this girl basically was like, "What?" Actually, no, I think it was a dude. It was a dude. It was a full-on man who was talking about how guys just dating these days like want to be women. And it's so funny because it's so accurate. And I Have realized that because, gosh, so many guys I have talked to literally are acting like they want to be the one by the things that they want, the things that they think they don't need to do, the things that they don't want to do. They literally want to be the woman in the relationship. So that's kind of how this guy was, to be honest with you. And I didn't know it at first, but actually, one of the first things he said to me, red flag number one, hello, Hunter, one of the first things that he said to me was, I don't like texting girls first. I don't think that needs to happen. Of course, I don't remember word for word how he said it, but he said something along those lines, or it might have even been in his bio, and that made me kind of not want to reach out, but I really liked what he said about the other stuff, so I messaged him, but it's so ridiculous. Like, I think there is no issue with women reaching out first and women being the first to text, but the problem arises when guys are like, I don't need to text her. For- no, she needs to text me. For You're a freaking man. Grow up. Gosh. Okay, hold on. Let me take a drink. I'm getting heated over here. So that's how this guy was. He's kind of like a woman, basically. You know what? I still think he follows me on everything. So he's probably going to see this and he's going to text me something mean, but I don't really care. Come at me, bro. Wow, I sound so mean. Guys, I'm not actually... Mm, never mind. So we met on Upward. <laughs> That's the gist of it. We went back and forth for a few hours on there. All super long paragraphs that both of us were sending each other. Hitting it off, having a great conversation. So he then texts me. And he lives... Again, if you know anything about Upward, usually a lot of people like live a little bit of it. Kind of like mid-distance from you. and so he lived like an hour and a half two hours away from me so we discovered that and whatever and as we texted for a couple more days I feel like not long really passed before he was like hey I want to talk to you on the phone whatever get to know you and I really appreciate when guys take that initiative so I'm like absolutely we scheduled a date and a time and we got on our phone call And we had some really good conversation, gave some stories of our lives, our journeys, whatever. Talked about, I don't know, other things. (laughs) Whatever you talk about on the first date or phone call, I don't even know at this point. But we just talked, and it was a good conversation. Actually, I think we talked for like three hours. It was a very long conversation. But about halfway into this conversation, he tells me, that he has been catfished before and that he would appreciate if I was able to send him some more pictures because I guess he had talked to this girl on the phone and still ended up catfished so I was like oh you know I can just give you my Instagram (laughs) never did that again after that let me tell you nope I did and I continuous oh my gosh there's that word again that I don't know how to say continually regretted doing that and now I will never ever give up my Instagram to any guy but Gave it to him, because I'm like, oh, you can see that I'm not catfish on there. Like, I have so many pictures, videos, whatever. Give him that, he follows me. I follow him back. He starts going through some stuff while we're still on the phone. And after a few seconds of stalking me, essentially, he goes, if I didn't know you, I'd think you're a fake Christian. My jaw dropped to the floor. And first of all, if I didn't know you, you don't know me. And second of all, how freaking bizarre is that to say? I can't even tell you. So he brought up a couple specific pictures that I had posted. One was me and a friend with a drink in our hand, nothing crazy. Another picture, my friend that lives in Wisconsin, we met up in Chicago literally, like, the weekend before him and I talked on the phone, and I took this picture of her taking a picture of all the buildings. We are on the bridge, so, like, it was the river. My favorite picture that I've ever taken. It is such a beautiful picture, and it's just all the buildings in, like, downtown Chicago in the background, and that is literally one of the pictures that he referred to, because he continued, like, he continued on to say, you know, I see pictures of you with alcohol and I see pictures of you downtown. Okay, tell me when the last time the Bible said going downtown, meeting your friend in Chicago, being in the city that's a sin. Mm. I was so mad. And he started to go on a spiel about how alcohol is a sin and how nobody should drink, how he doesn't drink. And I was like, you know what? I really respect that about you. I have no issue with that. I think, you know, it's a smart move. Like, people who don't have a good relationship with alcohol should probably not have alcohol. And I will preface this by saying I do actually want to m- make a different, a whole upset about this. Because it is a very hot topic when it comes to Christianity. Drink break. As I'm drinking one right now. So that'll come later on, but it's definitely kind of a touchy subject, especially for me specifically. And it's something that I, you know, call me crazy, but it's something I thought and actually prayed a lot about before I ever even turned 21 because of some things in my past and my family. And I was confident in my decision, and moral of the story, I think it all comes down to you individually and what you feel called to do. If you feel like you're not supposed to drink, if you feel like you can't control yourself, if you feel guilty when you drink, then you shouldn't drink. If you don't feel that and you can control yourself in moderation, I feel like that's perfectly okay. Got that out of the way. So, that's basically what I told him, and I was like... I think he was asking questions, which I guess I appreciate, but he was still very, like, pessimistic about it all. And he was asking questions, and I was just saying... One of the questions he asked is... Because after I told him that I... It's usually, like, a social thing. Because going out and, like, getting a drink with friend is like getting coffee with a friend. Um, As an adult is kind of how I think of it. Like, it's just a nice... Like, simple, easy way to get together with people that you love and not necessarily need to, like, stay for a whole dinner or anything. So, that's what I explained it to him. Uh, Hello? That's how I explained it to him. And he was like, yeah, but I I don't get why you can't just not have alcohol then. And I don't even know. This conversation went on and on, you guys. And I was sobbing by the end of it. And I ended up opening up to him in a way that I do not ever open up to anyone the first conversation, but I kind of, like, dropped a bomb on him so that maybe he would get the hint that I'm not an idiot and I am not, like, stupid with alcohol and I know the damage that I could do. And my video just ended, so that's short-lived, but, you know, it's still, you know, my laptop is still recording, so we're good this dude, I swear, he made me want to rip my hair out because at this point I was sobbing and I was kind of trying to cover it up, but I just, I was unwell. (laughs) And I shared with him something very, I guess, dark about my life in the past and Rather than saying, oh, I guess, like, you understand, whatever, or I understand, he decided to say, oh, me too, and turn it on himself, which always is super annoying, but I was crying at this point, and he was like, you know what, I want to FaceTime you because I feel bad, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of sweet. So, rather than ending it there, I FaceTimed him, and we just, you know, decided not to talk about alcohol and just continue our conversation. And then afterwards, this is so bad, I posted, I'm part of this, like, Christian dating Facebook page, and I posted something about, like, this is what happened in this phone call, this is what he said, like, this is... What I think, this is my history with this, and, like, my mindset, and all the comments were like, girl, if he's made you cry the first time, don't, and, like, he doesn't sound like a good person. Hunter didn't listen. That is a common thing in my life, but Hunter didn't listen. Hunter continued this little romance thing she had with this guy that was ridiculous, And a few weeks went by, (laughs) it gets worse, it gets so much worse, I can't, hold on, let me take a drink. (laughs) I don't want to talk about this. No, but it's it's good, it's it's a good story, It's, it's funny, I just need to get past the embarrassing part of it. A few weeks went by, we were talking on the phone, FaceTiming every day for hours. We are talking so much. And kind of his background is he was born and raised in Wisconsin. No, he might have been born in Michigan, but he was living in Wisconsin and actually moved here um, to a, a city in Michigan. And that's kind of how he ended up like an hour and a half, two hours away from me, originally from Wisconsin, not lived in Michigan, but not necessarily where I live. So we would talk every day for hours and hours, had the best conversations, super enjoyed it. He also plays guitar, and if you don't know, I do also play guitar, and just kind of bonded over that. And one thing about me, if you sing or play guitar with me there, I feel like I'm automatically just in love with you. I should not disclose this information. It's not a good trait I have. I just, I'm a huge simp over that. I kind of laugh at the Barbie movie and how they mock it because I'm actually so into that kind of thing. But whatever. Time goes on. He So since he just moved here, he is living in his grandma's basement until he finds a place and is also jobless. So as we talked more and more, it got to the point where we really wanted to meet each other. And I don't know if who was the first one to express that, but he said, I can't necessarily come meet you right now because I don't have the gas money since I don't have a job. Me being me, young and naive, thought nothing. Actually, I do think this thought came across my head and I just quickly like dismissed it because we had so many good conversations and like good chemistry, I guess, over the phone at least. So, you know, no red flags. Can I also tell you, this guy was about to be 28 years old. He's 27, almost 28 at this time. Yikes. I have a track record for that, by the way. I love my older men, but... <laughs> um, I started to think about that, and especially now I think about it, and I'm like, listen, I'm 22. <laughs> I am broke? little little savings over here but I feel like so I don't want to judge and I think that was where I was coming from I didn't want to judge him in that way but I was also kind of like at almost 28 years old I feel like you should have some kind of money like again I said I'm broke I'm very broke but I still every couple months every few months I will like go And see my friend in Wisconsin or meet her halfway or whatever. Like, I see people that I want to see, and I don't know how I have money to do that, but somehow it works out. And I feel like at 27, almost 28 years old, you should have some kind of money to drive an hour and a half, by the way. Hour and a half, two hours. Girl, what? So that kind of bugged me, but I'm like, whatever, you know. I'm just, you know. Blinded by love. (laughs) That was not love, by the way. Just making a joke there. Don't get your panties in a (laughs) wad. It got to the point where I just really, really wanted to meet him. And he, you know, made the comment. And at this point, he's lived here like a month, maybe two months even. Still no job. And I know that finding a job is hard, but again, like just weird with his age and stuff. But. Got to the point where he dropped the, you know, if you want to drive here, like, I'd love to meet you and take you on a date. And what does Hunter do? She's like, you know what? He's been great so far. Why don't I just do it? So I drove there. Hour and a half, two hours, you know? I actually really don't know how far it is. Between, and it's in there though, in that range. Drove there to meet him, which, first of all, I would never do again. I do think it was an odd situation okay given this situation first of all i just should not have but at the same time i was trying to give grace because i know how hard it is to be a freaking adult in this world i was really trying to give him some grace so i did it and he decided to tell me which why would you tell a girl this that you were taking out on a date he tells me that he did chores for his grandma that morning. So that he had money to take me out. And I just. I don't want to get too much into that. But I just feel like that is so embarrassing. So. I get there. I brought my dog with me. And you know he had a dog. Well he has a dog. But we really wanted them to meet. So they met. We went on a little walk. And then. I. oh, Another thing. I love guys who can take initiative to plan crap but I he didn't take much initiative and I found this festival it was in the fall I found some festival that was happening where he lived and I was like this could be fun so we get in the car and we're talking about it and he basically kind of vetoed that idea so what does he decide he decides that he Wants to take me to Taco Bell. Yep. You heard it, folks. He wanted to take me to Taco Bell. So we get in the car. We're driving. We get... Well, we stop at the gas station first. Because he needs to use his grandma's money to put gas in his car. We get to the gas station. And we're, we're... Well, we're about to pull into the gas station. He sees a bug on his windshield. So he smacks his windshield. His windshield shattered. He hit his windshield. His windshield shattered everywhere. Let that soak in while I take another drink a second because I need it. It's a joke, by the way. All you Taco Bell boys out there don't get your panties in a wand, even though I just saw that five minutes ago. Give me some new terms to use, maybe. Maybe I'll use them. <sighs> this is all true information. I sent my, one of my friend group chats a picture of the shattered windshield with literally no context. I'm trying to see if I can find, you know, it's, it was so long ago, I don't know if I even started scrolling right now if I'd find it. And I'm just going to get too distracted because I'm a squirrel. As the 36-year-old man at the bar told me. But I was shuddered as when she on her first date. You know, if it didn't start out good enough, it was going be even better. <laughs> Ay. And then you start complaining about how you didn't have money to fix it. Blah, blah, blah. We know that. You did chores for your grandma to have money for this date. <laughs> oh, Lord, I need help. We go to Taco Bell. We get some food. I think I got very little food because I was so turned off at this point. (laughs) And he doesn't want to even go in. He doesn't even want to sit down and, like, have a little dinner. Even at Taco Bell. So we go through the drive-thru and we sit in the car and we eat it. And we sit there maybe an hour, two hours maybe, eating our Taco Bell, talking. And then he was like, let's go for a drive. We basically just drive back to his grandma's house and then sit in the car for another two hours. So we sat in the car for like three to four hours just talking. And I will say like we had plenty to talk about. We had good conversation and we talked the whole time. Like there wasn't any awkward silences. We knew how to hold a good conversation. And so I took that and I ran with it. He also kissed me then, which I will... I'll give him a little grace when it comes to that because at that point it felt, I, I don't know if any of you listening have had this happen to you, but we had talked for so many hours over FaceTime and the phone for weeks. We were talking for weeks at this point and it had kind of gotten to the point where I kind of already felt like I was growing feelings for him even without meeting him and that was another thing. I feel like there were a couple of other things along with the whole alcohol situation where, oh my gosh, I missed a f- fact. Okay, hold on. I'll get to that. So there were a couple other situations that made me feel like, hmm, he kind of seems like an angry person or like, kind of narcissistic. I don't know. I was talking to my therapist about this. And she was like, you know what? You, why did this? I can only record for 30 minutes in my web browser. Okay, so I have one minute left. Hold on. Let me stop and start another one. Hold your horses. It's literally going to be... Okay, Hunter, shut up. Oh my gosh, I'm back. So my therapist basically was like, you know, you have all these doubts, but you also kind of see the good in him. I think it's time you really just need to meet him and see what happens. Oh my gosh, I just checked the score. Michigan's winning. and just had to throw that out there, but that's crazy go girl but i of course met him and i did see the good that made it much more hard for me thank you Alyssa. i shouldn't oh my gosh hey did someone just try to break into my apartment i don't know i don't know how i saw the good when he literally took me to taco bell with his grandma's money and shattered his windshield hunter freaking get with... okay i just keep yelling at myself let's move on <sighs> okay. Things I feel like only really escalated from there because well, okay, we still talked for hours, multiple days. Oh, I I I was going to go back to something. Um literally like a week after the whole alcohol conversation, he was telling me about his night going bowling with his uncle and how he casually had a beer. And just kept talking, kept finishing the sentence. Homeboy, what? After you criticized my entire character for drinking alcoholic beverages on occasion, you just casually dropped that you had a beer with your uncle? Honestly, it could have even been more. I don't know. I don't remember. Freaking ridiculous. Okay. Kept talking for a few more weeks and then out of nowhere he kind of was this and i okay this is the one thing that i was taught in a positive light from this situationship i had i never had any anxiety with him and i have had so much anxiety talking to so many other guys because i'm like i feel like they're ignoring me i feel like something's off and it always was i was always right to be fair but with this guy, I never felt that. And we could not talk for hours. Like, I mean, text, like, it, you know, and he didn't really have a life at the time. But like, even if he went hours without responding, I just was so at peace with it all. And I do really appreciate that because that kind of taught me that that is, you know, I can find something like that. I can be at peace in a situation like that. But towards the end, <laughs> no more because there was a shift. And I kind of ignored it at first. And again, this was so long ago. If I get any of these, which, okay, the more crazy things are definitely, I'll tell you what, not making those things. How could I even make those things up? But some of these little details I'm not like super sure about, but I feel like everything was normal. And then one day I kind of felt a switch. And so I think I ignored it at first and then ended up bringing it up to him. And he said that his grandma really wanted him to go on a date with this girl that she knew and so he did essentially but he was confused because he didn't really like her and that he liked me but his grandma really wanted them to be a thing and it was kind of weird but I was just kind of like and at that moment was kind of like if you want me you want me if you don't you don't and I just kind of was supportive of his situation like if you want to go for her that's fine but also you should not I do remember this I told him that he should not just go out with someone because his grandma wants him to like it's his life so that was kind of actually a little bit weird now that I'm thinking about it her own man but notice the shift and then like later that day or the next day he was like I feel like he told me that he kind of just decided that he didn't want to pursue her and wanted to keep pursuing me And then there were, so I remember the last text he ever sent me, at that point at least, um, that I felt like it was super aggressive, and so I went back to find it, but I deleted our thread off my phone, so I went onto my computer. Thank you, Jesus, for MacBooks and how you keep old messages, because I found it. I'll read that to you later on, but I... I don't know so he was acting a little bit sus and I was kind of getting frustrated and I remember and that's where I was going with that one of the texts reminded me of kind of what happened near the end which was he was supposed to call me one night either that same day that he told me about this other girl or the next night, like, because we hadn't talked in a few days at this point and I think that's also that played into part of why I felt like things were off And, uh, I think he gave me a time frame, or I gave him a time frame, more of the story, he didn't call me. And he never just didn't do that, and for me, that is a slap in the face. It is so freaking easy to text somebody and say, like, hey, I don't have time, or even the next day, hey, I'm so sorry, I forgot. I was trying to give him grace. I was so upset. I- because I waited up for him. Like, I stayed up later than I wanted to so that I could talk to him, and he just never called me, and then I confronted him about- it. I think this happened before I found out about this other girl. So, found out about this other girl. guys, I promise this story's almost over. <laughs> I feel like I've been rambling for so long. found out about this other girl- and then I think that was – he was going to call me that night because I was really confused because he basically – it felt like he had called things off with me and then was like, oh, but actually I'm not really interested in her. So I was really confused. He was going to call me. Never did. And the next day, confronted him about that, I think, and I think he was just like, oh, got caught up with something, got busy, I don't know, forgot, whatever, made up some kind of excuse. So I then, we rescheduled for the next night. He was supposed to call me. And I had texted him. Shoot, I didn't see what time this was at. Um, probably pretty late though, to be real with you. Because I waited up for him. And so I was very much at my wit's end at that point. Because I, even when he told me about this other girl, he was talking about how he doesn't know if, oh my gosh, that's another thing. I'm so all over the place right now. So many guys who I've met on dating apps are like, oh, I just kind of want to start out at friends, see see where it goes. You are on a dating app for a reason. If you are not on a dating app with the intention of taking someone out on a date and continuing to do that until you know if there's a future or not with that person, get the frick off the apps, okay? And I understand that your spouse should... Really, honestly, be, like, your best friend, okay? Fully in support of that. But you don't just go on dating apps. Oh, my... I can't get into this right now. Anyways, so we had, like... He had told me once again that, you know, even if it didn't work out, we could be friends. So I texted him. Here's where the exact texts come into play. I took pictures because I didn't know if I brought it up on my Mac, if it would stop my recording, so i oh the whole thing is not on the picture but i said uh, i don't appreciate this or something and then now it's word for word not even friends do this to each other oh because the first i texted him you're not gonna call me are you and so i then i texted him uh, the first sentence is cut out not even friends do this to each other. I gave you grace and it feels like you abused it. You don't even respect me enough to say that you aren't going to talk to me. I don't know if I even want a friendship with someone who makes me question my worth. Let me know if you actually want to follow through with your word and have a conversation because that's the bare minimum of what I deserve. And even if what I've said so far in this episode hasn't showed this, I gave this dude so much grace. He was... I think he still is. I'll get into that. But I think he's a very narcissistic person who needs a lot of help. That sounds. That makes me sound like such a terrible person. But I'm telling the truth. It, he's not okay. And I let so much slide as maybe you could tell by now, maybe you couldn't. So that was kind of my breaking point. And I was very direct and I wanted it to come off a little bit sassy, because I, you know, once again, was kind of getting walked over at that point, so it was my intent to sound a little sassy, but his text, in response, ladies, actually, and gentlemen, you, if you have an issue with someone and you bring it up to them, their response to that is all you need to know, which reminds me, I do remember specifically telling my therapist throughout this whole Taco Bell boy situationship that I was scared to tell him my feelings and how things that he has said and done have made me felt because of how he would respond because he was giving me reasons to believe that he's a very angry person and gets like, you know, he snaps easily. So, I was so scared to tell this guy my feelings at any point in time. Don't know why I didn't leave him then, but, you know, I was scared to tell him my feelings. And so, this took so much courage to say this. And so, that's when I was like, you know what? If I'm going to actually share it with him that I am done with this bullcrap, like, I need it to be direct. I need to get the point across. So, that's what I did. And that's what I said. He responds, hmm, alrighty then, with a little like, um, confused, I don't know how to describe this emoji, but hopefully you get what I mean. And then he said, clearly you have many assumptions formed about our dynamic, and it sounds like no one's really going to change your mind on that from how you communicated in your text. So honestly, I don't feel like I should owe you any explanation at this point. I mean, I could, but it doesn't pay. After reading, I lost my spot what you sent me. Thank you for sharing how you feel. That helps me understand actually quite a bit. I don't really care to solve anything if this is how you deal with conflicts between us. Have a great day. What kind of almost 28 year old response that, and I could be biased. Okay, tell me if I'm biased, truly. Um, but I feel like that was so petty for a almost 28, yeah, I'm gonna keep saying that, almost 28 year old man to say The first time that I'm able to actually express my feelings and be like, dude, I'm not okay with this. And again, maybe what I, how I worded my text wasn't perfect. I don't know. But that I just feel like, and have a great day. Really? Are we in middle school? I don't understand. Anyways, that is the last text he had sent me until, until fellas, he texted me March. I just hit my face on the microphone. If you heard that, that's what that was. March seventh of this year, six months after the fact, he says, "Hey, I ate that up." Can I tell you? I, because I responded and I was ready to lose it. Also, find out he had just gotten a job, um, kind of right before we ended things, and so he texted me, "Hey," I said, "Hey," because I was just, I was ready, like give me any opportunity. Now that I have healed from this and can see this situation clearly, give me any opportunity to come at you for how you treated me and how you talked to me. He, and he was like, oh, How are you? Whatever, the usual. And I said, Oh, like pretty good. You know, acting like I'm just freaking fantastic without him, right? And he responds and tells me I lost my job. And I was like, Oh no, why? And inside, I was kind of giggling a little bit because he's a mess, right? Gosh, I need some help myself, because I sound so terrible for saying that, but... Mm, I said, oh no, why? Or how... No, I said, oh no, how come? Never responded. Saw recently that he had a girlfriend, and then she disappeared from thin air, so don't think that worked out, but... You know, it is what it is. He's got some frickin' work to do on himself, I think. So that is it, to talk about boy cookie boy is a lot shorter of a story don't worry so i'll get into this real quick and i'll let you guys escape F- let me take another drink here should i check the score again i really need to be watching this honestly i didn't have a lot of faith for- oh my gosh they're doing so good i did not have a lot of faith for that to for what a lot of faith in them. shut up hunter okay Taco Bell boy. No, we just talked about Taco Bell boy. Cookie boy. That's where we're at. Guys, I'm losing my mind over here, okay? I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore because I, when I tell you, I never thought I would share that story. I'm being so for real. I think I shared it on my birthday when I had a little bit too much wine. I shared that with a couple of my friends and I was so embarrassed. I never thought I'd tell anybody else that story. So Cookie Boy was actually pretty recent. He was just a month or two ago. And I had... Ha- I Oh my gosh! I feel like I m- have mentioned this in every episode so far. As if I have more than three episodes out. Anyways. I had a conversation with my coworker before I left my last job. right? said so that. I feel like in both my other episodes. But I... Kind of at that point. Had made the decision. That I don't really want to date right now. And... I just felt really encouraged by everything he said, and I feel like I just really deserve this time for myself, and so I just made that decision, um, but at this point, I was already kind of talking to someone, and he, I, and I never actually tell people this, but internally, I have kind of, like, a deadline when it comes to dating apps, because I don't understand what the freaking point of this is. But so many guys will just text you forever and ever and ever on dating apps. Or even get your number and text you forever and ever ever, and never ask you out. And I just can't with that because I don't understand the freaking point. Like, get it together. So, wow, I feel like this whole thing is just making me sound so mean and bratty. But, I, man, sorry, that sounds even more stereotypical. I don't think all men are bad, but I've definitely run into some few bad ones. Anyways, (sighs) I was already texting this guy. And so I'm like, you know, I'll see if this goes anywhere and then I'll be done. Because I think I'm not like super invested at this point. But I was like, okay, he seems okay. So we'll just see. And I also had made the decision. I have not told a single soul this. Made the decision at that point. That I was not going to go on any more dates until I was able to FaceTime someone first. Because with Taco Bell Boy, I did really appreciate that. And, I mean, it really was the distance that made us do that. But I really appreciated, like, being able to kind of build somewhat of a relationship before actually meeting. So, I decided internally that that's what I was going to do from here on out. And, again, never told a single soul. I, this boy, Cookie... Cookie Boy was getting to kind of the end of the death. Actually, he exceeded the deadline, and I was like, why am I still texting this guy? And then I realized, hmm, Hunter, you've been responding approximately once a day. Maybe you should chill out a little bit. I was like, dang, okay, I haven't been doing my best right now. So, I was intentional to respond more. I think that was also the same week that I started a new job, so it was a little chaotic, but was responding more, and... Eventually, literally a day after I started responding more, he said, hey, I was wondering if you'd be up to FaceTime maybe soon and like if it goes well, go on a date maybe. And I was like, okay, not actually screaming. I'm not that drunk. I am, but I'm not. I was super excited because again, I had not told anyone that. So the fact that he suggested that, I was like, oh man, here we go. So we FaceTimed. If you're on my private story on Snapchat, you know that he told me I looked like Kelsey Ballerini, who he did not know was my literal fave. So that was super cool. My ego was through the roof. And it went well. I did feel like he was kind of struggling to come up with questions towards the end of it. But I'm like, you know, I mean, it went well for the most part. And I get it, it can be awkward, you know. So he wants to take me out. So a few days later, we make a plan a few days later that he's going to drive to me because he actually lived like an hour away. He's gonna drive to me and we, you know would do something. And so when it got to that day, we were talking about what we wanted to do and he mentioned that he really wanted to like decorate cookies because right before Christmas. And I was like, oh, sounds great, whatever. And then I started to realize, like, oh, but we would, like, have to do it in my apartment, I'm not comfortable with that, and I don't really know if I really even like this guy, like, I don't really want him, what if it doesn't go well, I don't want him, something about, it's so weird, too, because, you know, I would face him at this point, I was really comfortable with him, but for some reason I did not want him to come over, so... I expressed that to him and there was this Christmas market downtown that was happening and I'm like hey I would really be more comfortable if we were able to just like meet up here and then you know if it goes well we can come back to my place so that's what we planned on and he was like I'm so sorry for like if I made you uncomfortable I was just trying to you know not drive too much which I get um and I was like nope like I can literally meet you there so you're just doing minimal driving whatever because it's technically on the way from you to me so but he insisted that he picked me up and I was like okay whatever that works I guess he picks me up and I okay I did tell him my buzzer my apartment doesn't work and so I always tell people like I'll come out because it, it literally doesn't work like I would have to come down there to open the door for you so at that point might as well just walk out right so I told him that and he pulled up me what he was driving he had his window down and he said hey out the window never got out of his car and when i have told a couple of my friends that they're like why the frick didn't you just turn around and walk back inside lesson learned so i walk to the passenger side you know and i feel like at this point very common sense that a guy opens the door for a woman okay You know, you may call it old school, but it's just common sense, really. So, you know, doesn't even get out of the car. I walk around, open my own car door, get in while he never gets out. We go downtown, we go to this market, and we're there 15 minutes. Because he followed me around like a lost freaking puppy the entire time did not care to look at, they had all these cool little vendors, I love that, I love places like that, because there also were like different countries represented through the things that they were selling, whatever, I think that is so cool, I think it's so fun to look around, you know, there's pretty Christmas lights, he just did not care, and we bonded over the fact that we both had dogs, and his dog, I think, is like one, I don't actually, no, maybe it's not, okay, anyways, we both had dogs, we bonded over that, So, there was this place that had dog collars, dog leashes, and whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a little, like, dog shop. Like, we should go look at it. And he's like, yeah. Did not look at it. Like, he did not look at a single thing. And so, I pretended to look. But I was just so, it was so awkward. Because he just did not want to look at anything. Did not care about anything. Even when we were over there, he was, like, looking into space. Not caring. (sighs) So, we walk around the whole place looking at nothing. And the only thing left is the beverage tent. And I know, of course, they have alcoholic beverages. I also knew that they had hot chocolate. I wasn't sure what else they had. So, I'm like, oh, well, I mean, we could either leave or if you want to, like, go in the beverage tent, we can do that. He's like, I don't drink. Which, again, I, I totally respect that. That's great. Um, but, sweetie pie, they have other beverages, <laughs> like beverages doesn't just mean alcohol, and he basically said, like, he didn't care, and I mean, it's valid, I guess, but at that point, I'm like, okay, let's just leave, I guess. I was so uncomfortable, because here's another thing, he did not ask me a single question, I asked every single question, and when I tell you, this man, this boy, sorry, (laughs) don't get too ahead of yourself there, this boy did not even ask, okay, like, oh, how many siblings do you have again? Because I, I think we talked about that, but I didn't remember. He would answer the question, not even say, oh, what about you? Nothing. No effort conversationally from his end. And I, so at this point, I'm like, okay, well, you know, now we're going to go decorate freaking cookies together. And I... I really appreciated the fact that he drove an hour, and I also was not excited for this day at all. Like, my boss even was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, and I'm like, eh. So that should have also been one of my signs, but was not excited. I was really trying to be nice because he, you know, he put in a good amount of effort to, like, come drive to me, but I, we were there for 15 minutes, and I was like, I cannot just send this dude home. Like, I'm just gonna have to suck it up and lost the rest of the state, because I just felt way too bad to send him home, maybe that was the right thing to do, I don't know, but in the moment, I'm like, I can't do that, so I didn't, I, you know, was kind of hoping that he would grab things on his way, since he wanted to decorate cookies, but he didn't say anything about it, so I had assumed that he didn't, which he didn't, and so I didn't have time in between work and when he was coming to pick me up to go to Target, and so I had placed, like, an online order, and so then, no, I didn't place an online order. I was going to, you know, didn't have time to pick it up, whatever, so I didn't. We go to Target together. We go and we pick out the things that we need to decorate cookies. I paid for that crap. No joke. And it wasn't very expensive, but that's, you know, that's kind of exactly the point wasn't very expensive I get he paid money and gas to come see me okay but five dollars ten dollars on cookie crap like are you joking and I even did the whole like stumbling for my purse crap to try to like give him a chance to step in and be a man and pay for it and he didn't so I paid for it we come back to my house I put all the cookies on the sheet I put them in the oven. I do everything. I get everything out. He's laying there in my bean bag. And we're, like, we really bonded over music. And so we were listening to music, showing each other some of our favorite songs, whatever. And by the time the cookies were, like, the when we were actually decorating the cookies, it was, like, five minutes. So that was kind of insignificant. But the time that we were waiting to decorate the cookies, and then the few minutes after we were done decorating the cookies we were just sitting in my living room, we were not even talking. Like, he was just laying there, staring at my ceiling, listening to the music. And I, you know, I love when people can appreciate music. And, but, like, we had, you don't have anything you want to talk about? Are you joking? So I, this has been me so long, my gosh. I'm trying to wrap it up in the next four minutes. I need to get my crap together. So, I'm zoning out after I am telling myself to get it together. I'm just showing him songs at this point and why I like them because it's so awkward. It's so uncomfortable. I'm also texting because I didn't like a timer set on my phone. So I was like using that as an excuse to be like, oh, let me see how long the cookies have or whatever. I was texting my friend because a few of my friends were out and I was like, I want to get out of here so bad, like, I just want to, I want to redeem this night, I want him to leave, and I want to come meet you guys out, because this night cannot end, like, this This is so bad, oh, so I was literally texting my friends while I was on my date with him about how bad it was, he, we decorate cookies, and then, you know, we're sitting, chilling for a little more, and he was like, oh, what time do you have to be up, I had literally nothing going on the next day, so I texted, or texted, I was talking to him, and I'm like, you know what, I, you know, I kind of got to be up early. I'm super tired. I was tired, but I'm super tired. I got to be up early. And so he looked at the time. He's like, okay, I'll leave in like 20 minutes. I was like, yes, there's an end. There's an end to this. So yeah, he left and I was not, okay. I will say this is one of my weak spots that I need to work on. I don't really know how to reject unless they really screw me over like I have a hard time rejecting people um and I didn't really know how to do that or I was like am I overreact? like was this actually I needed time to process so we texted very little the next couple of days because I was trying to process and you know didn't want to leave them on whatever and then this was on a Friday Monday I was at the gym we were texting a little bit the conversation just died so I didn't respond and the next day, I was like, oh, I never responded. This would be a good time to just kind of tell him. Kept forgetting, kept forgetting, kept forgetting. Now it's been a month or two. He never asked, so I call it a win. <laughs> that was pretty bad, though. Um, those are my disastrous dating stories. I'm sorry that this is going to be so freaking long, and I'm sorry if I rambled or went off topic. I don't- Also, I'm not sorry, because I don't really care, but if you've made it this far, I'm super impressed. <gasps> my dog just flocked on my computer. I can't. Okay, anyways. Ta-ta. Ta-ta for now. Is that really all I have to say? I feel like that was a very abrupt playing. Okay, anyways. Toodaloo.